finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how it does not matter who the host is for sure. Anyways, how are you doing on this lovely Monday. Yes, it is March the 28th of 2022. And yes, we are super late compared to um normally where we would be at. And you might be going, well, what the hell are you doing here? Well, that's a good question. Um, Maybe let's talk about that a little bit because uh, that was kind of the fun stuff this morning. Uh, so how do you talk about this? We talk about it right from the very start. This is what happened. Uh, we went to hang out this morning like we normally do every uh, every day that we get to do stuff together. And voila, I had so more static than what you could shake a stick at um, in regards to what was going on. So I was not able to get the stuff that comes from our server into our system and so on. And I figured, opposed to putting you through that normal torture, maybe we would be able to do the torture at some point later on. And guess what? That later on piece... Uh, would be where we are hanging out right now. So that is what was going on. That was what was happening. And I figured, hey, uh, let's do that opposed to not doing anything at all. So that's what's going on. So there we are. This is what's happening. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. So don't worry about that. And coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And then, of course, we are handing out with our friends and colleagues as I rudely interrupt uh, the afternoon show. Yes, that's just what I'm doing. And uh, for those people. Radio. Uh, so, yes, we are definitely hanging out with our friends at RadioBig.fm. So, fun stuff going on right there, right now. Uh, so, let's start talking about it because today is the 87th day of the year in only 278 days to go. Uh, so, should we start talking about, um, you know, the thing that everybody seems to be talking about over the last little bit? Uh, the thing that um, everybody seems to be like, wow, in total nature of shock. Or do we leave that for forever? I mean, some people were ta- saying, um, let's call it the, the Smith, Smith Smacks Rock. I mean, I don't even know if that's going to be a, an important thing for what we do. But it is, um, I guess, a subject matter of discussion that we could talk about if we so desire to do so. Anyway, so let's start talking right away about what was um, what was trending over the weekend, because that always seems to be importante. So Saturday it was National Spinach Day. Uh, someone alert Popeye. Uh, Twitter users reacted to Taylor Hawkins passing away over the weekend. We'll talk a little bit more about that here in a bit. Uh, Boycott Applebee's was trending after news broke that Applebee executive Wayne Petkarskis uh, told his staff to offer lower wages to to applicants because of how desperate people are to get jobs. Really? That's a thing that you did? And you uh, are um, an executive at a place? Um, That doesn't seem to be like a cool thing to do. Seems kind of a little bit assholish, if you ask me. Um, what else? There's no justice. Uh, no justice. No, hold on. There's just nothing like was trending um, on Saturday. Tweets included fresh, hot coffee in the morning, listening to good music, the, a bubble bath, ice cream, uh, fresh, and hot pizza. Really? That was the best that you could come up with? I'm, I'm sure there were some probably some more things that were quite lingering there, but that's just my opinion uh, that we could talk about for sure. Uh, what else was what, what else was happening? Uh, Duke fans tweeted after their excitement after Coach K uh, reached another college uh, basketball milestone, and then Sunday was National Joe Day. Um, so I don't know what that means, Joe Day. So like your day, and it was Joe Day. So I don't know. A lot of combination of stuff going on for sure. So anyways, if you have never hung out with us, that could be a good thing in disguise for you. This is what happens normally. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety, and then we kind of do an all kinds of twist of things of a little bit about that. And then I bring in some professional broadcasters that tell us what is going on inside of the world of the news. And they give us the world of uh, excitement 
if one may say so, um, in regards of what is going on. So that's kind of really how the, the hang occurs. And then we go from there, move forward, move around and all that stuff. So what I'll do right now is I will bring in some professional broadcasters to give us all that great news feed stuff that is actually happening on right now inside of your neck of the woods. Here is the news on the Raising Bar Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Taylor. Oscar ratings are rebounding after historic lows. ABC's broadcast of the 94th Academy Awards drew in nearly 15.4 million viewers. That number is expected to increase when the final total is rolled out Tuesday morning. Reports say there were heated talks to strip Will Smith of his Best Actor Oscar after he slapped Chris Rock during the Academy Awards. After Rock made a joke about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, Smith got on stage and slapped him in the face. Forty minutes later, Will Smith received the Best Actor Oscar. Denzel said to me, a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. Art imitates life. I look like the crazy father, just like they said. <laughs> but love will make you do crazy things. The Academy reportedly met over Zoom, where members argued whether to kick Smith out of the organization and take away his Oscar. Florida's Republican governor is signing the controversial Parental Rights in Education bill. Governor Ron DeSantis defended the bill at a Tampa school where he put pen to paper, saying Florida parents were outraged when they heard what was being taught to their five- and six-year-olds. It's about protecting parents' ability to be involved, and it's making sure that the classroom instruction, particularly these very young kids, are focused on math, science, and reading. Opponents say the measure, which bans instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation in kindergarten through third grade, is anti-LGBTQ+. They've dubbed it the Don't Say Gay Bill. Supporters assert it doesn't say teachers can't use the word gay, and they add they want to stop this instruction to kids before they're mature enough to understand it. President Biden is turning heads with his budget priorities, which include increased funding for more state and local police. Republican Senator John Cornyn of Texas believes Democrats are waking up to the damage the Defund the Police movement has done. Violent crime is on the rise in cities across the country. Part of it is because it's hard to recruit and retain police for these dangerous jobs. You're listening to the latest on NBC News Radio. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich and two Ukrainian negotiators reportedly suffered from a mystery illness after taking part in early stage talks about negotiations with the Russians. The Kremlin today called President Biden's now withdrawn claim that Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power alarming and police say they won't investigate Will Smith's attack on Chris Rock at the Oscars unless the comedian files a criminal complaint. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Israel's Prime Minister will work from home after testing positive for COVID-19. A spokeswoman for Naftali Bennett reported his symptoms are mild. Bennett's positive diagnosis follows a Sunday meeting with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. The Prime Minister will not be attending a key diplomatic summit in southern Israel to discuss security concerns about Iran. However, Blinken still plans to attend and will follow appropriate COVID guidelines. Convicted murderer Scott Peterson is back in his California prison cell as he awaits closing arguments in his evidentiary hearing. That court date is scheduled for June. A judge will then decide whether he deserves a new trial in the 2002 killing of his wife Lacey and their unborn child. Peterson's attorneys argue there was juror misconduct on his trial. Former President Trump, more likely than not, attempted to obstruct Congress as he tried to overturn the 2020 election on the day of the Capitol riots. That's according to federal judge David Carter. He ordered 101 emails from Trump ally John Eastman to be presented to the House January 6th Select Committee. Based on that evidence, Carter wrote in his ruling that the former president corruptly attempted to illegally obstruct the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021. A new bill that would allow parents to decide if their kids will wear masks in school is headed to the desk of Georgia's governor. The rule would last until June 30, 2027. Lawmakers who oppose the bill say without a mask mandate, districts in the future could be forced to bring back virtual learning. There's a theory that men's underwear sales can 
can be an indicator of an economic downturn, Mike Bauer reports. Former Federal Reserve head Alan Greenspan has a keen interest in men's underwear. He and economists agree that underwear sales are a key economic predictor. The men's underwear index, yes, that actually exists, backs up Greenspan's theory. U.S. sales of men's underwear fell significantly in 2007 to 2009 during the Great Recession, but it gained steam again in 2010 as the economy recovered. So economists believe... When we see a dip in men's underwear sales, that means that the economy is in very dire straits. Lisa Taylor, NBC News Radio. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and we're not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets, and they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads... Let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Oh, yes. Now we're going to be doing some self-imploding here is what it sounds like based on what I was just told. So I guess that's quite fantastic on how that works. Anyways, we are hanging and banging on this lovely Monday. So there you go. Don't worry about that. It is currently, let's see, what is it? Three minutes past the top of the hour. Yes, 
Mr. Richard Nichols, you don't need to be confused. I'm confused myself. Don't don't worry about that. Uh, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on as we are hanging and banging, talking and all that kind of fun stuff. So you know how I told you earlier, you know, we're kind of all jacked up on the time frame and all that stuff. Don't worry. I'm still going to give you information the way that I normally get it. So um, Johnny Smalls would normally uh, give you the market beat minute on what happened on Friday. I know we're almost on the end of the market day. But hey, let's still hear what happened on Friday because that could be important to you. No, seriously. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, March 28th, 2022. Equities extended their rebound last week, but the move already appears to be losing momentum. The S&P 500 index topped out just above the 4,500 level and with MACD and Stochastic indicating overbought conditions. Without a new catalyst and with much of last week's action driven by short covering, it does not look like the index can move much higher. The next target for resistance is at 4,600 and it may be reached this week. This week, the market will be bracing for another round of important economic data, including the PCE price index and the NFP report Friday. The PCE price index is expected to produce another hot figure, if not an acceleration from the previous month. In either case, the data is expected to increase the odds of a 50 basis point interest rate hike in the next FOMC meeting. The NFP report will be important as well, but more so for the wage data and how it impacts the overall inflation picture. You can get the inside track at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know what exactly is going on inside of the world of the market, even though, you know, there is the mix-up on the market time based on what I'm doing. That's kind of how it goes sometimes, so I do apologize about that. Anyways, let's continue talking about some of the things that are going on inside of this lovely, lovely world of ours. So taking it from the very top of the hit list, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky announced Sunday that he's open to a peace deal that would keep his country neutral, meaning that he doesn't join any international coalition or organization, but said that that would um, have to be the third party guarantee that would um, have to be approved um, for a referendum, according to Reuters report. So there you go. Um, anyways, China is sticking to its stringent zero COVID policy. The Associated Press reports that the CCP um, has ordered Shanghai on total lockdown, keeping some 26 million people mostly in their homes. How is that mostly in their homes? Where else are you going to be hanging out? Uh, Maybe that's the other question uh, to start thinking about and asking maybe as we as we are hanging. So where exactly do you hang? Anyways, they're going to begin a mass testing um, campaign. So what exactly does a mass not mask, but mass testing campaign uh, look like? Because I would like to have a better understanding of that. Uh, that is going to be one of those things for sure that I would like to um, have a full comprehension on, opposed to me just uh, making some other ordeals about the whole thing. That's something to think about as we are talking. Anyways, let's continue with some other things. Wildfire, wildfires in Colorado have forced nearly 20,000 people. Yeah, I did say 20,000 people. Um from their homes outside of Boulder area. The same area suffered more than $500 million in damages from wildfires last year that destroyed hundreds, yes, hundreds of homes. So there you go, a lot of stuff going on in that particular area as we speak. So I don't know, what do you think about it? I mean, we have to start doing something about this because these wildfires, well, that's exactly what they are, wildfires. So how do you go about in controlling some of those things? You can't. So what are the um, what are some of the uh, flame retardants that are out there that might be able to assist with this? I mean, and then what kind of volume can they handle? Maybe that's some of the other questions that we tie in all together as we are asking in this format. I mean, that's just something to think about as we are moving forward. Anyways, Elon Musk says on Twitter that of all places that he is considering a creation of an alternative uh, social media site. On Friday, he posted a poll that read free speech is essential to a fu- to a functioning democracy. Do you believe Twitter rigorously adheres to this principle? More than 2 million people responded 70 70.4% said no, while 296 said yes. Later, then someone asked him on Twitter if he'd consider building his own platform. Musk replied, I'm going, I'm giving it serious thought to this. So what do you think? Serious thought? Some things that uh that he's considered doing. And if he did start his own, if he started his own, would you go there? Would you um, go hang and bang 
and all the fun stuff that you get to do on social media. Now, it's a serious question um, as we are talking about this. I mean, what would you do? I mean, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. I mean, and keep in mind that we it almost seems like a lot of people create their own social media uh, platforms that, you know, that's going to be the next big thing. And you don't really hear much about them Duh. after they're also built out. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, they do say that he is the the live and human Iron Man. So who the hell knows? We'll see what happens there. Anyways, to continue talking, uh, the man who was busted last month for smuggling dozen of re- dozens of reptiles into the United States from Mexico is um hiding them on his uh, hiding them on his body or ser- has serious charges. The U.S. Attorney Office in Los Angeles announced last week that he's facing charges for smuggling more than one thousand seven hundred such reptiles into the country over the last six years the charges includes conspiracy to smuggling and wildlife tracking his sister also meanwhile um, is facing conspiracy charges meanwhile after the animal uh, sanctuary in ukraine has uh obliterated the russian utility uh volunteer um rushed how do we have these two tie into each other? Uh, rush to save some kangaroos. A social media video shows that the animals loaded to the back of the van and shuffling them uh, to get them on the way to to a different home area um, to be taken care of. I mean, home area, that's really, that's the choice of words that we decided to go with on this. I mean, I guess that's um that's one way to look at it. Uh, anyways, Bloomberg reports that Apple is considering a, a subscription service that would automatically deliver the newest hardware to subscribers. The fee would be in addition to a monthly finance payment for those who didn't buy the device outright. It could roll out late later this year. So hold on, let's talk about this. This is an interesting one. So all of a sudden, you get the newest device as it rolls out. What if the device sucks? I mean, let's just be realistic. You can have a new computer. You can have an old computer. And what if the newer computer is not as good as the old computer that you have? I mean, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I go through Apple devices like they're going out of style. Um, and I don't mean, well, I guess technically that would be something that would be going out of style. Cause it is the newest model. Eh, I didn't put a lot of consideration into that. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about this because you know the weekend occurred, so we need to talk about what was going on in the box office because we already know what happened, you know, at the Academy. So let's talk about what was going on in the box office. Um, from 10 to 1 and 1 to 10, the number 10 spot was Infinite Storm with $751,000. Uh, number 9 was Sing 2 with uh, $1.2 million. And number 8 was Spider-Man No Way Home um, with $2 million. Dog with $2.1 million. Number 6, X with $2.2 million. Uh, and number 5 was Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, the movie, with uh, $4.5 million. And number 4 was... Uh, Uncharted with $5 million. What else do we have here? Uh, at number three, RRR at $9.5 million. At number two, The Batman, down from the number one spot with $20.5 million. And the number one movie in the box office. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? We can talk about it. We can we can acknowledge it. We can say that it's there. We can know that it was there. And we can talk and move and groove and all that stuff. Here's what it is. The Lost City, $31 million. That's what it, that was number one in the box office. So, hey, I guess if you were looking to doing some things, that would be the way to go about it. The Lost City. So there you go. Anyways, let's talk about this real quick. This was making the rounds on social media right away. Uh, Taylor Hawkins has died. The Foo Fighter drummer passed away unexpectedly on Friday. A preliminary toxicology report shows that um, he had 10 different substances in his system at the time of his passing, including opioids, um, antidepressants, and others. Uh, the investigation into his death is still ongoing. So there you go. That's some information of things that are going on. Um, definitely an unexpected outcome come as we are talking anyways let's continue talking about some other things california average gas prices california gas prices continue to hit new highs jordan christmas has more information california has the highest gas prices in the nation 
That's according to a report from AAA, as gas prices were bumped by just a few cents in the past week. The average price per gallon in the state is $5.92 a gallon. In the Bay Area, the most expensive prices are in San Francisco at $5.97 a gallon. In L.A. County, the average price per gallon of regular has already gone past the $6 mark. Jordan Christmas, NBC News Radio. Could you imagine that you go to the gas station and you're paying almost $6 a gallon on what's going on? I mean, that would be just some some oogly booglies um, as we are talking here. Anyways, let's talk about this. Texas is ramping up oil gas production. Drivers in Texas may be getting more relief at the pump. Governor Greg Abbott says um, the state hit a record um, for amount of oil and gas production this month. And what that will mean likely uh, is prices should be going down. Uh, he spoke to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce gathering. The Republicans say that the state oil gas sector is um, is putting the pedal to the metal. Early reports say that the domestic production will um, be even higher in both March and April. Well, hold on. Isn't it March now? We're almost in April. I mean, just saying. Governor Greg Abbott says the state oil and gas sector is putting everything they can into getting this done. I looked at reports over the weekend and saw that we hit a record high in the amount produced of both oil and natural gas. Abbott says that the oil and gas production in Texas was way up last month. The way that you are able to lower the price of the feedstock of gasoline and things like that is to produce more. Okay, so there you go. Let's talk about that. So you're telling me if there's supply and demand is how you do things to get things moving? Hold on. I think we I think we just cracked the case, Ipkiss. Um, just something to think about as we are talking. Uh, let's continue talking. Uh, do we have a we have a money matters moment? Do we want to do that right now or no? I mean, I, I guess we could do it. Do you want to do money matters? Nah, let's skip over that for right now. Let's continue talking on some other stuff um, that is going on inside of this world right now. Anyways, talking head members recovering after a drunk driver hits their um, their SUV. Uh, the two founding members of the iconic band, the Talking Heads, are recovering after a suspected drunk driver slammed into their SUV near Bridgeport, Connecticut. Drummer Chris France uh, took to social media to talk about the collision uh, that happened two weeks ago. He says that um, he and his wife and bass player Tina uh, were struck by a vehicle um, that crossed the center in line and hit their vehicle head on. France says that um, says that he walked away unhurt, but 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 Tina suffered three cracked ribs and a fractured sternum. Oh, that sucks. I mean, that's that's a no fun ride right there. That is for sure. Anyways, it is currently 15 minutes past the top of the hour. We are still hanging and banging on this lovely Monday. Don't be confused. I am not here at the wrong time. I'm just here at the right time is what it sounds like um, for sure as we are talking. Uh, anyways, and some other things that are going on. Uh, a new uh, Siena College Bowl releases incumbent that Kathy maintains a sizable lead of the upcoming Democratic primary race in New York governor uh, which which is in three months liz warner has more on this the poll indicates the current governor is 40 points ahead of her fellow democratic rivals new york city public advocate jumani williams and long island congressman tom swazi trail hokel with 12 percent and 11 percent of the vote respectively around 24 percent of registered voters remain undecided and when polled about a potential bid from former governor andrew cuomo 67 percent of voters hope he doesn't run at all the winner of the democratic primary would likely face off against Congressman Lee Zeldin, who was considered the race's GOP frontrunner. Liz Warner, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thanks, Liz, for that one. Survey details annoying neighbors in America's big cities. A new survey detailing the people really think about your neighbors um, in the big city. So let's talk about some of those. We have Ed, Eddie McCoven with more information. According to Home Advisor, Fort Worth is the city with the most annoying neighbors. And for second place, it's a three-way tie between San Francisco, San Jose, and El Paso. San Diego, which calls itself America's finest city, came in fifth place. The survey shows three out of five people consider their San Diego neighbors annoying with complaints about parking, arguments about loud parties, and bad attitudes. The city with the least annoying neighbors is Phoenix. I'm Eddie McCoven. 
So does that mean that all the annoying people will end up moving to Phoenix and going, hey, uh, you know, I heard that there's less annoying people here, so let's do this as a gig because this seems like a good thing to do. I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking the question. Um, I'm asking for a friend. Anyways, it is, thir- well, let's see. It is not 30 minutes past the top of the hour, but it's been 30 minutes since we started this bad boy. So you know what that means if you hang out normally with us. That means that it's time for our main story. So let's do that right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about it. Actually, this was um, this was not originally the title to this thing, but um, we went ahead and decided to change it up and call it Recovering from Mistakes. Yeah, Recovering from Mistakes. That would be uh, today's sample piece of what we're talking about. And what do I mean when I start talking about this? Well, it's kind of pr- pretty plain and simple. There are times in life that things do not go as planned and you have to adjust to how your system does things or how things go inside of your organization. If you do not adjust them, well, then you're kind of screwed um, in regards on how some of these things go. Now, I'm going to tell you not a lot of people are going to love some of these things that I talk about because that's just the way that it goes. And listen, I am not expected. I'm not expecting for people to always love what I have going on. It's just kind of the way that uh, the cookie crumbles from time to time. So as we start talking and moving and grooving and all that kind of fun stuff, the things that we have to talk about and focus on is what is important when you're inside of your organization. What are the things that uh, you you deem the most important and the things that you deem that will always help the change inside of the org? So listen, what happens when something major happens inside of your organization? What happens when there is a mistake that happens and then what is the next steps? Because I think that some of us struggle. Some of us struggle sometimes with the level of embarrassment that might come out of what happened that was the error. What was the mistake? Yes, and don't get me wrong. Errors and mistakes happen all the time. And it's that recoverability of doing that thing that's so crucial and important. Listen, I'm going to tell you this as we hang out right now. If you are unable to recover from a mistake, that means that there's probably more than likely inside of your system. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about a driving mistake because I know that those could be catastrophic and deadly. But some are some of the mistakes that happen inside of your organization can be the same. And that's the thing. We have to start talking about these things of the recoverability and being able to acknowledge when a mistake occurs. Because I think that sometimes we tend to shy away from this. Like, I will tell you, most people would probably say that I'm psycho in regards to coming on here and saying, hey, the reason why we weren't on this morning at 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time like we would normally be is because we had a catastrophic failure in regards of how our sound sounded in regards of what was coming across all the way through our systems. Well, the funny part was, here's what we discovered. After about three and a half hours of working with this thing, it was an error that was actually something that we had set up inside of the system itself. Now we had plugged in in a whole bunch of uh, uh, different things and it drove the way that we actually were doing the system that led it to an issue that was caused by, well, this issue in particular was caused by me. But luckily we were able to find this thing and be able to move forward. Now, most people wouldn't come on here and talk about, well, that's the reason. Oh, they would have 10,000 other reasons or they wouldn't show up at all. But I think that the important part is not the not showing up. I think the important part is actually showing up and having the conversations about it. And that's the fun part about this. How often would you be willing to discuss an error about something that's going on? I just don't think that most people would do it. And I and I understand it. There is a level of, of blame and shame and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but also at the same time, too, I think that it's portioned of our responsibility to have these conversations because we have a system that um, we are that people are dependent on what we have that what we're talking about and what we have going on. So it's unfortunate when we have those moments that we want to shy away and not talk about it. And I know it can be a struggle and I know it's not easy, but it would be easier for me to hide today and not say anything and be like, oh, I'll see you tomorrow or I'll be back tomorrow and not say a peep. But why? Why avoid it if it's something that actually legitimately happened? Seriously, some stuff to think about. That is for sure. Anyway, so that's what I have going on this morning, afternoon, midday, whatever you want to call it. But this is what we have going on. So at what point are you willing to have these discussions on when your system does fail? When, at what point are you willing to have these discussions that these things are not going perfectly? 
that's going to be the question that you'll need to ask yourself. Is it something that you're willing to discuss among the public? Is it something that you're willing to discuss among others? Or is it something that you'd rather not discuss at all? Think about these things because it's a lot to think about. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Radio. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. online you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org brought to you by the ad council keyboard cat hamilton the pug and toast meets world these are some of the internet's most beloved pets and they all have one thing in common their stories started in a shelter start your story adopt a dog or cat today visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads... Let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This portion of the show has been sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network or VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, Internet Service Providers is storing your browser data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access or PIA can help you. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geo-blocked content from around the world. PIA comes with easy-to-use apps and browsers extension for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PC Magazine. And if you sign up right now with BIA, you can take advantage of a special deal only for Safety FM listeners. Only by using the following link, you can get the digital privacy for less than $2 a month. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Less than $2 a month and an extra four months for free. So that means for only $1.98 a month and 83% off, you can get this service for you right now. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days, see if you like it. And if not, just return it for a full refund. So just go to safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. That's safetyfm.com forward slash VPN to try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. Now remember, safetyfm.com forward slash VPN.
Okay, there you go. It is currently 27 minutes past the top of the hour. This one is Party With My Drums. Yeah, this one's brought to you by Rocket Jr. Songs readily available on Spotify and iTunes. That's what we have going on today. I almost said this morning because of the bad habit. So there you go. There you go. Thank you for Rocket Jr. for allowing us to play this one here on the Rated R Safety Show. You know, any of that techno stuff, I'm going to play it longer than uh, anything else. Just kind of the way that it goes. Anyways, there you go. There you go. There you go. Thank you for hanging out on this afternoon version of this thing with me, because I know it is a change for some. You know, some people can't handle it. Duh. Duh. So there you go. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Let me tell you the most important thing that I will tell you today and any other show that you take a listen to that I get to be involved in. Let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been packed have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741-741. There you go. That's all you got to do. Listen, you never know when this information might become important to you or it might be one of those things that uh, you need to interact with others in regards of having this discussion. It's not a joke as I say that. It's kind of crucial, very important, as we are hanging and doing all the stuff here together. I think it's important information for us to um, to discuss, not sometimes, but all of the time. That is for sure. Anyways, let's get into some more news of the things that are going on out there inside of the world, because I think that this is going to be importante, so don't worry about that. Anyways, taking a look around at what is going on, uh, jarring tips here we go. Remember how it's uh, during the height of the pandemic, we were also appreciative of those who were working in service industry. That's where I'm pretty loose with um, the bucks when it came to handling out to handing out tips. Well, it was nothing to add, you know, 30 percent um, of regards of, of a tip. The total of, you know, the, what the delivery or the or the restaurant workers was charging you cab drivers, hairstylists and others. But well, COVID-19 um, receding more or less the inflation of 40 percent. Uh, 40 years high in some place, uh, those uh, rising prices took um, um, hitting uh, hitting to tips in particular. Stats in the U.S. is the is the beauty industry as a quick service saw that the tip decline for about 2% from February to March. Unfortunately, sit-down restaurant workers having, uh, have, dinner, um, have uh, diners uh, skimpers on tips, at least not yet. In fact, some of those actually uh, have seen tips increasingly. So there you go. Enough, though, uh, enough that New York restaurant owners say that uh, his workers are earning 40 to $50 per hour in tips alone. So there you go. Uh, they're generous of those who um, who can still afford and go out and fancy restaurants. Here's a tip. Uh, if you're job hunting, uh, try to get hired and sit down at a restaurant because that's going to be the place where you're probably going to make uh, the most amount of money for sure. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so there's some things to think about for sure as we are hanging and banging and doing all the fun stuff that we get to do. Uh, That is for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about real quick about some other things going on real quick. Uh, Let's see. Misconception. Last week, a term of scientists announced that they were um, they had invented the male pill. Yes, you heard me. University of Minnesota researchers say that they have a male oral contraceptive that is 99% effective in mice and no, um, obviously, side effects. The finding marks is the key uh, step towards a, a expanding birth control options as well as responsib- a responsible, a responsibility of men. Um, in the initial trials, trials mice using the, the non-hormone drug uh, the researchers monitored uh, weight, appetite, and overall activity, finding that no apparent adverse impacts, although obviously mice can't, um, can't report side effects like headaches or mood changes. The drug is expected to enter human trials by the end of the year. Great. But uh, how, how about um, 
we work on a side effects of women's birth control. I mean, something to think about. And so if they if you leave a pill out for those covered by peanut butter in the garbage, can that take care of them? I'm just asking. In my TV at 3 a.m. in 2057, have you uh, have you or a loved one taken a male birth control pill and experienced any um, of these side effects? You may be entitled to financial compensation. Just call. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Well, you know how these things go. I'm not saying that to be a jerk, but you know that from time to time, these things uh, change dramatically on how they work out. So I'm just saying it, you know, because every time you turn around, it seems like there's a new uh, a new thing that's come out where, hey, if you took this medicine back when you were blah, 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 uh, there could be uh, some financial compensation that is due to you because of how terrible this thing was for you. Anyways, before I get too far into this, let me get Johnny Smalls in here and let him tell you about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Angelo. Dennis Waitley said, Your attitude is either the lock on or the key to your door of success. I agree. A bad attitude can close many doors, and a good attitude can open many more. I remember something that happened when I was about 20 years old. I had an older coworker give me an impossible business to call on, somebody he never had any success with. Within a few weeks, they were a pretty good client for our company. The older salesman told me I had lucky timing, but I think it was a good attitude that opened the door for us to work together. I was kind, and I cared more about the client's success than my own. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. When it comes to cognitive function, our brain needs all kinds of nutrients and minerals. But one thing that gets overlooked a lot is zinc. What's especially interesting is how zinc impacts glutamate. Let's take a quick dive. It helps to think about our brain like a computer. A computer has what's called RAM, or random access memory. The more access to RAM a computer has, the quicker it's going to operate. While our human brains have something called spatial working memory, which is about information that is readily accessible for articulation on a whim. There is a study that found that zinc is very important for what's called presynaptic vesicles for glutamatergic neurons, and zinc becomes essential for the release, storage, and uptake of glutamate, which ends up increasing the brain's activity that allows access to spatial working memory. For additional information, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Radio R Safety Show. Oh, I'll say I'm trying to be something entertaining does not necessarily have to be it. Anyways, let's do this one. Let's do a, let's talk to Larry Olson real quick. I want to do a tech roundup real quick. Take a listen to this. Spotify's finally adding COVID content advisory labels. When you visit podcasts and other content discussing the new coronavirus, tap it and you'll visit a section that points you to authoritative sources like the World Health Organization. New section represents part of Spotify's response to criticism of Joe Rogan's podcast that's been accused of spreading COVID misinformation. Instagram is adding another way you can respond to the temporary images from your friends, testing out a way to send voice messages in response to stories. Google Calendar is taking some of the back and forth out of the appointment process. Users will soon be able to create a booking page to present the periods you're willing to have a meeting, and then the other user will be able to pick a time. Elon Musk says he's giving serious thought to creating a new social media platform. World's richest person has been critical of Twitter over the last few days. He polled his followers for their thoughts on whether the social network adheres to free speech principles. The CEO of Tesla and SpaceX has over 80 million Twitter followers. Tech Report, Larry Olson, NBC News Radio. Okay, thank you, Larry, for that one, letting us know what is going on over there. Anyways, new good news, Louisiana boy that needed to uh, to let the adopters of his foster dog, Maggie, uh, know that she is very, very special, so special that the seven-year-old uh, Roman Duncan wrote a, a series of letters to Maggie uh, at the new family, 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 yeah, not family, but family, uh, the one that... Uh, 
would eventually adopt Maggie. Is uh, no in one of the notes, Roman wrote, Maggie is so cute. Maggie loves to play. Uh, fetch. Maggie is the best dog ever. He concluded, we love Maggie. And he shared his hopes that the new owner would love her too. The North Shore Animal League has confirmed that the pit bull mix um, has been adopted. Ro- uh, Roman's mom said that I have seen pictures of Maggie with her, new, with her big cozy bed and her uh, new family. And it's just this is this immediate sense of peace. She told Roman that you know that you did the right thing when you see them that happy. Uh, Three weeks ago, 70-year-old Amelia Anskrvish brought her fellow Ukrainians uh, to tears when she sang um, inside of Kiv bomb um, bomb shelter. And last week, she emerged on the stage during the benefit concert to Poland uh, to sing the emotional rendition of the Ukrainian national anthem. The younger refugee is one of the millions of people who have fled the Ukraine since the Russian invasion. The concert, um, together with Ukraine, featured um, Polish and Ukrainian artists and raised funds uh, for um, Polish aid organizations. So there you go. Just some stuff to talk about. Anyway, some other things going on inside of this world. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday night's drawing will be for $60 million jackpot or $37.9 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball. Tonight's drawing will be for $195 million jackpot or let's see, $123.4 million cash payout. Uh, during, uh, well, do we need to talk about this? I think we already know about the slap heard around the world, blah, 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 blah. I even have the uncensored version. If you have not heard the uncensored version, uh, I mean, do, do you just want to take a listen? We can take a listen together if you want to do that. Let's see. Wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow, dude. It was a G.I. Jane joke. I'm going to, okay? Oh, okay. That was a. Greatest night in the history of television. So we are here to uh, give a documentary out, to give an. So there you go. That's where it kind of leaves off. If you did, if you did not realize, that is the Japanese uncensored version of that. So there you go. I guess as we're talking about it, maybe we should do this. Let's talk about who won in the Oscars. Uh, picture Coda, producer by um, produced by Apple, making the first Best Picture win uh, for the streaming service. Actor Will Smith won for King Richard. Um, actress Jessica Chantain won for The Eyes of Tammy. Uh, Best supporting actor was Troy. Uh, I'm going to butcher the last name. Cuts her. Um, that was for Coda as well. Supporting actress was Ariane DeBose for West Side Story. Uh, director was James Campion for The Power of the Dog. Um, original song, No Time to Die by Billie Eilish and Phineas. Um, original screen play by uh, Kenneth uh, for Belfast. And let's see, adapted screenplay, uh, let's see, for Sean, let's see. Let's see, Sean Hedder for Coda. So there you go. Cinematography went to Dune, sound for Dune. Visual effects for Dune. Uh, Live action short, The Long Goodbye, score Dune, editing Dune. Uh, Production design, Dune. Uh, Costume design, Cruella. Makeup and hairstyle, The the Eyes of Tammy. Uh, Documentary short, The Queen of Basketball. Documentary feature, uh, let's see, Summer of Soul. Uh, An animated short, The the windshield wiper there you go animated feature in kanto and international feature was drive my car from japan so there you go a lot of stuff going on out there want to bring this up because this happened on friday um so let's talk about this triple h also known as paul levesque that's his real name he's probably better known as triple h uh will never step into the wrestling ring again at least not as a wrestler the wwe recently told stephen a smith uh, that uh, that that he has a defibrillator in his chest due to heart conditions, and they that nearly killed him. Triple H's last television match was in 2019 when he defeated Randy Orton, the same year that he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. He was inducted in 2019 to the Hall of Fame. I don't. How come I don't remember this? That doesn't sound right. Maybe he was in. Maybe he was inducted with a as part of DX. Who knows? But anyways, that's what's going on there. So there's that. 
Um, I'll talk about this because we've mentioned it quite a few times about this going on. A Bob Saget tribute special is heading to Netflix. Earlier this year, the comedian best friend uh, got together to memorialize him. And even there was a film that will debut on the platform later this year. So be on the lookout for that if you're so inclined to do so. Anyways, if you're looking at some things that happened back on this date, let's talk about some of those uh, going back for a, a hot minute. A hot minute. Let's talk about this. Back in 2009, the first case of H1N1 swine flu are reported in the U.S. The WHO um, uh, could would classify the outbreak as a pandemic. Over 284,000 people died from the virus. That happened back in 2009. If you're looking for some days of the year to celebrate today, I got, or not days of the year, better saying, if you're looking for some birthdays for today, here you go. Uh, Laura Harrier, 32, Lacey Turner, 34, Jonathan Von Ness, 35, Lady Gaga, 36, Julia Stiles turns 41, uh, Kate Gosselin turns 47, uh, Shanna Mockley uh, turns 47, Vince Vaughn, 52, Reba McIntyre, 67, and Rodrigo Detente. Turned 77 today. So there you go. There's some birthdays. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, maybe I can tell you those now. National Black Forest Cake Day, National Something on a Stick Day, National Triglycerides Day, and National Weed Appreciation Day. I thought that was 420. Or maybe I'm thinking the wrong kind of weed. I don't know. Uh, so there you go. It is 44 minutes past the top of the hour. If you're still hanging and banging with us, that's what's going on. Uh, we are going to get you back to the John and Heidi show if you are hanging out on RadioBig.fm here in the next few moments. So you don't have to worry about that because we will get you back over there and hang and bang and get to do the stuff that they're doing. We just wanted to make sure that we got in here and um, got some combos. Got some things in that we could talk about, that is for sure. Anyway, so here you go. Um, let me t- give you real quick, uh, if I can, if I can, um, some whack facts. About 7,000 new insect species are discovered every year. Contrary to popular belief, there are no wild, uh, wild tigers in Africa. Uh, they are also only found in Asia. The first uh, baseball caps were made of straw. Those in cheese industry refer to gray mold that grows on cheese as cat fur. Sweden had a Charles VII, but no Charles VI, or no Charles I through VI, better saying. Uh, Sri Lanka has a Ministry of Coconut Development. Well, there you go. Something you probably did not know about Sri Lanka. So there you go. Anyways, let's talk about this real quick. If you need a random joke for today, use this one. Any fool can criticize and campaign, and most do. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What slang terms um, these do these? Hold on. Let's try that again. What slang term these days do you find most annoying? A recent survey found that these are the most annoying. Bay, goat, woke, and ghosted. If you need something for the water cooler, you can try this one. In a survey, 7% of adults said that they would gladly gain 25 pounds in exchange for this. What is it? To have their bills paid. Oh, I have so many rude comments to make right then off of that, but I will keep it to myself. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen to the Rated R Safety Show here on Safety FM and RadioBig.fm. We definitely cannot do what we do without you, the most important part. Sorry about the mess up from earlier today, but we got it here. We got here now. We got it through. We got you piped in. I got piped in. We got to you. That's the important part. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one for sure. More powerful than the will to win is the courage to begin. Think about it. You're never going to win at X if you don't begin to do it. Think about that. Think about that for just a moment. You can't win at something if you never start. And don't let the fear of starting hold you back anyways thanks for taking a listen i know who you are duh you know who i am love you mean it and goodbye thanks again see you tomorrow the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples they should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company no part of this podcast may be reproduced stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any 
any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.